Welcome into Scoops with Danny Mac, and it is the day before opening day here in St. Louis and around Major League Baseball. In just a moment, I'm going to visit with Brian Walton of thecardinalnation.com. We're coming to you from the Lou Fuse Automotive Studios. Lou Fuse doing so much in our community with what they do with youth sports, but also the best dealership in town, and that is Lou Fuse. If you're looking for that special jewelry in your life for a loved one, think about Lordo's Diamonds, lordosdiamonds.com, located in the heart of Ladue. Our thanks to Jim Regna over at Triad Bank. Triad Bank, a proud sponsor of the uh, of what we do here at uh, Scoops with Danny Mac, and then also the Ascension Charity Classic. And we'll have a uh, visit with Nick Ragone, who runs the Ascension Charity Classic, coming up on the website uh, next week. Let's bring in Brian Walton of thecardinalnation.com. It is... Really kind of like uh, Christmas Eve if you're a baseball fan because it is opening day tomorrow around the major leagues and the Cardinals will open up at home at Bush Stadium. Hey, Brian, always great to visit with you, and uh, thanks for your time today. Oh, you bet, Dan. It's, you know, it's exciting not only because we're you know, right on the, uh, the cusp of the opening day, but this, was a, a, this spring training really went fast for me and, and for others, I think, too. And it was so exciting because – of the world baseball classic, there was so much more opportunity than usual for young players. Of course, following the farm system, like I do over three dozen minor leaguers on top of the 60 some players in camp. So, you know, got, got over and got to play in one o'clock games with a major league club. And that's such a big deal for some of these young kids to, you know, get a chance to suit up and, and, you know, be with the major league team, even if only for a day or two. I would say the big story is the big man, and that's Jordan Walker making the opening day roster. What was your reaction to hearing that Walker made the uh, big league club? He started off so strongly this spring. You know, it just seemed it seemed to be, and the, the combination of Jordan Walker's play and the, the decision that Oliver Marmol made to play Tyler O'Neill in center field, you know, sent a signal that there was a job to be had in one of the corner spots you know, if Walker could be up to it. And the Cardinals gave Walker, uh, you know, more than enough chance to show what he could do. He had 65 at-bats, which was the most on the team this spring. And while he struggled a little bit later on, uh, after he hurt his shoulder a bit, he still had an OPS of about 800, and he showed that he's ready for the major leagues. Three home runs, nine RBI. You know, there was certainly no question about his arm uh, in the corners. Do you think that he shifts around the outfield or do you think they just keep him at one position to keep it as simple as they can for this young man who's only 20 years old? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, Dan. I was kind of surprised. You know, Jordan played mostly right field um, when he was in the minor leagues, but this spring they had him play mostly in left. And so it seems like maybe left will be his place with O'Neill in center and, and Lars Nupar in right. But, you know, the beauty of the of the roster uh, you know, and of course, we, we don't want to forget Dylan Carlson, who can play anywhere, all three outfield positions. They have a lot of flexibility to move guys around when needed. And you now that doesn't even include Alec Burleson, who can play both corners. So, you know, I think the outfield is really going to be the key for the Cardinals this year. We saw O'Neill and Carlson play so well in 2021 and, you know, kind of take a step backward last year. But, you know, with the addition of Jordan Walker and, of course, Lars Nootbaar in his uh, second full year, you know, I think the Cardinals are going to the offense is going to go as far as these young outfielders can take them. I think the other thing too, to your point of seeing the young players get a shot in spring training, eye-opening at times was Mason Wynn, and he's knocking on the door of the major leagues. And with lesser teams, he probably would have broken camp with some of those lesser teams in Major League Baseball. But uh, it provides a little depth on the infield. He was impressive. Yeah, Mason Wynn really was, and you know there was an opening with with Paul DeYoung's injury. Uh, where, you know, they needed a, another backup infielder. And 
ultimately Taylor Motter got the job because it's going to be a short-term gig. And, you know, Mason Wynn, just like Jordan Walker, is of significant talent such that when he comes to the major leagues, when Mason Wynn comes to the major leagues, they want to have a starting job for him. And there's not one right now. I think we understand Brendan Donovan and Tommy Edmond are a dynamic uh, duo up the middle. And then, of course, you got Nolan Gorman as well. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a year away for, for Mason Wynn unless, you know, there's an injury during, during the season that, that creates an opportunity. But I think what, what was seen in spring training, I mean, everybody knows about Mason Wynn's arm. Everybody knows about his instincts defensively. Defensively, he could play in the major leagues today. But I think what was the pleasant surprise was his uh, ability at the plate. Uh, he took pitches when he needed to. He didn't swing out of control. He went the other way when he needed to. And on the basis, he showed great instincts. Of course, he's got tremendous speed. And so, you know, I think he opened eyes that maybe, you know, he's not a year behind. Maybe he's only a half year behind. Now, you know, whether Wynn comes up this year or not will, again, depend on other players more than him. But he's going to be very well positioned, I think, to have a very strong year uh, at AAA, Mason Wynn. Well, you had the chance to go on the backfields of spring training and look at some of these minor league players that weren't part of the big league camp. Who who stood out for you? Who caught your eye and got your attention? Well, it was fun to it was fun to see um, you know some of the youngest players, uh, uh, Joshua Baez, Juan Bin Cho, the young uh, Korean outfielder. Who you know they all got opportunities to play a little bit in the in the major league games as well. Um, uh, Diaz, the first baseman, looked really good. There's a lot of good young pitchers, too. Of course, you know, the, the Cooper Jerpies, uh, Max Rajic, uh, Pete Hansen, the guys who just got drafted last year who haven't played their first professional games yet. So there's a lot of jostling going on. And, you know, you think spring training is a time where guys, you know, maybe are just kind of, you know, getting things together. Well, these young pitchers are all fighting. They want to make the Peoria rotation. They want to be in high A to start their career. They don't want to have to start in Palm Beach. So there's this tremendous competition, friendly competition, uh, among uh, these new pitchers to see where they get positioned. And again, you know, there so many of them got a, you know got an opportunity again to play for St. Louis briefly as well, which was a nice bonus. What you want, Lou Fuse has got it. Lou Fuse is here as the official automotive partner of St. Louis City FC, and we are here winning with 17 brands of vehicles, 13 huge Lou Fuse locations, and over 1,600 new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Lou Fuse is here with the selection you want, the savings you need, and the support for our community you can count on. Visit us today at Fuse.com. Boy, some of these classes that Randy Flores is turning out as the scouting director have been as impressive as we've seen in many, many years. And you got to wonder if it's starting to really get the attention of other major league organizations, just how well Randy is drafting. Yeah, Randy Flores has, has been promoted to assistant general manager in addition to being director of scouting. But he's, a, you know, as, as folks remember, his left-handed pitcher with St. Louis uh, has tremendous knowledge of the game, a lot of contacts. And he's a guy who's a future, I think, general manager, no doubt about it, in the game, whether that turns out to be with St. Louis or, or somewhere else. Uh, you know, the, the 2020 draft class, of course, with uh, Walker and Wynn and Tink Hens, who we haven't even talked about, uh, had a had a, a trial in Major League Camp, even though he's never pitched above high A, uh, excuse me, above low A. And then Alec Burleson also from that 2020 draft. So, you know, Randy Flores and his team of scouts have done a tremendous job for the Cardinals. And, you know, we'll see how these last two classes, the 2021 and 2022 classes, which are uh, pitching heavy, you know, hopefully they'll be able to fill that pitching pipeline that was a little bit dry a few years ago. What stood out about Tinkens? You mentioned his name. I wanted to ask you about him. What did you see from him this spring? 
Well, you see the fastball, but his breaking pitch was, uh, you know, his breaking pitches were extremely good, and he got some strikes uh, in those environments. And, you know, it was good to see him, you know, after coming off the fall league where he also uh, pitched but only an inning at a time. Now, you know, we're going to watch Tink and see not only where he's assigned to start this year, probably Peoria, but whether they'll take the wraps off him and let him pitch uh, multiple innings. And but, you know, in addition to the kids, there were some veterans that pitched really well this spring that there wasn't a lot of attention focused on. Um, uh, Zach Thompson, who's a you know top 10 prospect in the system as a left-handed starter, moved to relief last year. He made 11 scoreless appearances this spring, Zach Thompson. He's clearly the top lefty in the pen. Uh, Drew Verhagen, who you know got brought in a year ago and had a, had a rough year uh, on and off the injured list, uh, was very strong this spring. Ryan Helsley, we you know, heard a lot about Ryan Helsley, closer Ryan Helsley, 13 strikeouts against two walks in seven and a third innings. So, you know, the, the, the bullpen is also looking uh, really nice this year. Uh, not a single uh, first-year pitcher, you know, made the, the pitching staff. The, the, everybody has been with St. Louis before. Everybody's been, has experience, and that's going to help that depth that's going to be needed to get through the long season. Yeah, I like the bullpen, and Brian Walton covers the, the major leagues as well. I'm a little bit on the fence right now with the starting pitching. I think there's a lot of threes and fours, maybe a five, and I don't see that clear-cut number one. Now, there could be those that emerge as we go along in the season, but as we talk on uh, opening day eve, I think that could be a spot that needs adjustment as they move forward. Yeah, Dan, you know, certainly the Cardinals as a team are strong enough to win the National League Central. I think folks you know, kind of expect that. Milwaukee has some good pitching, but their offense is suspect. The Car- the Cubs brought in a lot of, of interesting players, but we'll have to see how they gel. It's in the Reds and the, the Pirates are what they are. But And so the Cardinals have a rotation that's definitely capable of winning 93, 95 games again. But, you know, when you get into the postseason and you see the DeGroms and the, and the Verlanders, you know, the Cardinals really don't have the guys that can go out and throw seven, eight, nine shutout innings. And that takes nothing away from Miles Michaelis and Adam Wainwright if he's healthy. But, you know, Jack Flaherty, we've been waiting to see the 2019 Jack Flaherty, and he isn't there in this spring. Flaherty, you know, scuffled a little bit. Uh, Montgomery is, again, another dependable guy. And Jake Woodford, you know, has been waiting for his chance. Steven Matz, who was hurt last year, looked very good this spring. But there's not a starter there that scares an opposing lineup. And so, you know, we'll have to see come June and July when the deadline comes, you know, will John Mozeliak go out and, and really, you know, get, a front of the rotation guy to help them take that final step in October. It was experimental rules and just trying to dip their toe in, in the waters, if you will, in the minor leagues, you know, the last couple of years, you, you may have seen it in the Arizona fall league and then it's implemented in spring training with the big league clubs. Uh, what did you take away from seeing some of the rules that have been implemented now in major league baseball? Well, I was down in camp twice. I was down right at the beginning and then at the end, and there was a contrast in that there were more, uh, called balls and strikes early on as the players were getting used to the new rules. And what I mean is, of course, uh, the pitcher has 15 seconds or 20 seconds, depending on whether there's a runner on base, uh, to deliver the pitch. But the batter also has to be in the box with at least eight seconds. And there were indica- in, you know, situations where the batter was filling with his gloves or you know, stepping around, and the umpire would you know, call a strike on him. But everybody's kind of gotten used to it, it seems like. And I really don't think it's going to be a big issue as, as the year goes on. I really don't. And games were being played in roughly two and a half hours, which I think as a, as a, a fan watching the games were, was very refreshing because it took out a lot of the dead time. A couple more questions. I'll let you go. Do you have a favorite opening day memory or what do you take from opening days around Major League Baseball and specifically with the Cardinals? 
Well, I had a great reminder when I was in spring training and that they brought the Budweiser Clydesdales in for one of the spring training games. And, you know, just seeing those magnificent animals up close like we got to do, you know, the, the traditions around opening day in St. Louis, uh, you know, bringing the Hall of Famers, the Red Jackets in, players in, and then, they, of course, you know, bringing the starting lineup in, uh, in uh, convertibles and, and uh, Ford pickup trucks, respectively. And then, you know, the, the Clydesdales and just all the tradition of what it means to participate in opening day in St. Louis is just, it's just so memorable. And for the players who get to do it for the first time, you know, it's just going to be a, a wonderful thing. And that's Walker and Motter. Absolutely. It's so cool to see the veterans and the young guys, the Cardinal Hall of Famers, Major League Baseball Hall of Famers. It's really, really well done and probably the best in Major League Baseball. I'll wrap it up with this. For people that uh, go to thecardinalnation.com, what are you offering this uh, this baseball season? Brian, What what if somebody goes there, what, what can they get? Well, the first thing we'll have are the minor league rosters when they become available. Uh, Memphis starts to play this Friday, and you know there's been a change this year in that or the last actually was last year as well, where the AAA schedule is much more closely aligned with the major league schedule. So, you know, we'll see right now there's about 30, I've got about 35 guys on the Memphis roster, so they've got to cut that down. But the Redbirds should be very, very competitive. So, you know, we'll get into the Redbird season right away. I have local reporters in each of the minor league affiliates, and so they'll be reporting on the games. We have daily recaps every morning for free and then in-depth reports from all of our um, minor league reporters on the, on the ground in the uh, Memphis Springfield Peoria and Palm Beach. So uh, a lot of content. And of course, our prospect guide still available for sale. Uh, I've got both hard copy and PDF versions so you can read about all the top prospects in the Cardinal system. It is sensational coverage at thecardinalnation.com. Brian Walton is with us every Wednesday throughout the season. Hey, Brian, enjoy the year. Enjoy opening day. And thanks for your time today. Talk to you next week.